Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie and Alexa. Alexa, what's Alexa doing here? What a treat! It has always been a treat on Devotional Life to have our beautiful granddaughter Alexa with us, and she adds so much. So, my question is, how are all you truthers out there doing? Yes. I say truthers because we're working on truth. We're putting on the belt of truth. That's what we've been talking about. And that's what we live by truth. And so uh, Jeannie's been talking about that moment pause. When something happens before we speak, we pause, we connect with the Lord. What do you want us to say, Lord? And then we speak. So Jeannie, what are you thinking about today? <laughs> we left off last time about making a commitment that we're going to speak truth with the Lord and just how heavy a commitment that is it and is. that we all recognize that we all have a tendency to not speak truth at times we get tempted we kind of went through all the different reasons why uh, that someone might not speak the truth and so now we're looking at okay I've made a decision I'm going to speak truth I'm going to ask the Lord to to you know help my heart to be filled with uh, truth so that I, I will speak it at the times I'm supposed to. But then I don't know about you, but I've heard some people who will say, you know what? That's just the way I am. I just, I just let it, I just say it the way it is. I just speak the truth. Yeah. And what's that make you think of Alexa when somebody does that? I just think it makes them feel like it's an excuse and that they have the right to kind of speak that way to anyone about anything. And I don't know. I think it, it it's them saying sorry, not sorry, you know. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, it's them not owning up to actually being rude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> them not apologizing. It's instead of yeah, instead of saying sorry, they're just saying, Well, you just have to accept me because that's who I am yeah. when in fact it's not it's not a personality trait. It's uh, <laughs> a choice. So. Yes. And so the motivation under that is not out of love. No, that's for sure. It's not at a benefit for that person that they're speaking to. So it's... sometimes there is a collision between truth and kindness? Yeah. Is that I how you would say it? I think so. Uh, there's a verse in Ephesians 4.29 that I like, and it says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. So I think a corrupt word could even some that he's saying, I just spoke the truth, but it was not handled right. And it said... Hmm. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Wow. So the goal of when we speak truth to somebody is that we're trying to help them to become a better person and to, and to see truth, mm -hmm. not just to blast somebody, which yeah. I think it's misused sometimes. Right. And First uh, Thessalonians 5.11 says, encourage each other and build each other up, just as you're already doing. Yeah. So how does Jesus speak truth to us? Well, what's interesting about, interesting, fascinating, glorious about the Lord Jesus is in John's gospel, it tells us in uh, John chapter 1, verse 14, that Jesus came in grace and in truth. And I was even musing about that uh, a few sermons back, and I was saying, hey, what do you think if Jesus just came in truth? Hmm. How would you like that? I don't think we'd like it very much. Yeah. We could stand before Jesus and he could just look at us and go, I know what you're thinking. I know what you've done. I know what you're going to do. 
But he didn't come in this kind of a blasting truth. Or just facts. Or just facts. He came in grace and in truth. And it's easy or should be easy for each one of us to stand before Jesus because even knowing everything there is to know about us, he still loves us and he imparts grace to us. There's no condemnation, it says, for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. In fact, it even says there also in John 1, Jesus did not come to condemn, but that the world through him might be saved. So he's not here to condemn anybody. Isn't that nice? It's just like, it's like, take a breath. Truth itself, truth incarnate is not here to condemn you. He's always our example yeah. in everything and how to deal with people, how to speak words of truth. Um, we look to him. Ephesians 4.15 says, speak truth in love. Oh, nice. So God's motivation is always for our benefit. Let me see if I can give truth. us another picture of that as well. So, yes, we speak truth. And that would be like a river that flows. That's the truth flowing. But there are always banks of a river. And the banks of the river of truth is grace. So it flows and it's accurate mm -hmm. and it goes. But the banks of the river are always grace. So can you give us an example of somebody who would speak truth in love and grace versus somebody who would just blast you with facts and condemnation? I, I think if you if you were in front of somebody and they were blasting somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you could probably respond to them, uh, not just telling them that they're blasting everybody else, but you could say, hey, you know what? I got an idea. I know that you're hurt, but how about if we pray for that person mm -hmm. instead? And then that that's truth running into the banks of grace. Yeah, whatever that other person did was wrong. And, you know, maybe this person's thinking they ought to pay for it, you know. But wouldn't it be sweeter if we prayed for them and then God moved in their life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about being corrected by somebody with truth? I know we were talking about that, Alexa, how you, oh. how do you respond when somebody maybe is speaking truth to you and correcting you? How do you receive that so that it motivates you to actually want to move forward? Yeah, well, I'm just thinking of how you can tell someone, you know, I'm thinking of if if you're if you're wanting to tell the truth, I think a good question to ask yourself is, um, is this going to encourage them? Is this going to make them a better person or is this just going to hurt them? Because I think if you don't feel totally confident in what you're saying, then you might have to rethink, you know, if you're going to wow. be saying it in the first yeah. place. Because mm -hmm. it's better to just know that you're going to be telling them something encouraging than something that could actually make them yeah. hurt. You know? Almost like the person who would want to catch somebody doing something wrong, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and um, perhaps even using that to build them up, their own selves up, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sad. <laughs> You know, the other thing I thought of, too, because I used to manage stores and I had to train people, you know, and uh, it was a saying, it still is. Someone doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. So you could even be sharing the gospel of truth about salvation. Yeah. And someone would be totally turned off, 
to listening to it because it might come across feeling like they're condemning you. Yes. But if you're sharing with somebody because you have relationship with them, you love them, and you want what's best, and you really know that, wouldn't you be more apt to listen to the truth that they want to share with you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. You know, when I was a kid growing up in church, I, I did actually uh, a number of times felt real condemned in church, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, maybe there was a lot of things that I needed to correct, but the way it came across, I always felt it was rather harsh. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time that I went to uh, Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa as a high schooler, and, and I heard Pastor Chuck teach, and I thought, oh, my goodness, that puts a totally different spin on it because he would teach with such love, you mm-hmm. know, that God is not out to condemn, that he's out to love, and mm-hmm. that he seriously has gone to tremendous lengths mm-hmm. in order to have relationship with you, mm-hmm. you know. So he's not going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. He's going to reach you and meet you where you're at, but always pull you out from where you're at. Let's pray and talk about this more next time. Father, thank you so much for today and the opportunity to share this little slice of heaven with you. Lord, there's a lot of things here in this truth and grace and love and how we speak and act. So Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters now. Encourage their hearts. Help them to walk step and step with the one who came in grace and in truth. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.